celebrate. Hobbin worth the wait. Worth the wait. Feel the love. We don't got no hate. Got no hate. Bring your friends. Come Hello and welcome to the HSA podcast. My name is Abai Ram, the media chair and host of the HSA podcast. Um, joining me today is the meetings chair of the Hindu Students Association, Sanjana Bhatia. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So just to, since it's only our second episode, to recap what the purpose of the HSA podcast is, it's basically to highlight our members and also highlight the diversity of our organization. So uh, let's get right into it. Why did you join HSA? So as, a, as I was growing up, my family wasn't very religious. And so because of that, when I came to college, I was like, I kind of want to explore my religion a little bit more. Yeah. I did Chinmaya for a couple years when I was growing up. I, we quit um, just because it was so far from my house and I felt like I wasn't really getting out of it, anything yeah. out of it. So I wanted to learn more about my religion, but also I wanted to find a group of friends that wasn't the exact same as my high school friends. <laughs> Even though I'm still really good friends with all my high school friends, yeah. I wanted to kind of branch out a little and I thought HSA was a good way of doing that. And so you're from Plano right yes so i'm there's what like three high schools in plano yes and they're all humongous yes how many how many kids at each would you say uh my graduating class was 1400 oh and i think the graduating class at each high school is 1400 <laughs> yes. for context my high school had 1400 people total 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 so, so my, was it four my, years huh yeah yeah so okay. my my what, what were yours two years so Five. like so like each high school had like so there was a junior high, which was ninth and 10th grade, and then senior high, which was 11th and 12th grade. Okay. So like a senior high would have 2,800 people. Okay. And then like total, and then our junior high would have 1,400 people total because okay. there'd be two junior highs that feed into one senior high. Gotcha. Kind so of your class is still like a thousand plus kids. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What was that like going to such a big high school? Honestly, and this is like one of my like issues with the education system, actually. Getting <laughs> <laughs> really deep. Um, like... It was, it felt like a small school for me. Okay. Because, and this makes me so mad, the AP kids and the honors kids were so highly segregated from the regular kids or the Mm. kids who took regular classes. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw any of them. And it was also very segregated on like racial terms, which is very sad and And problematic and extremely problematic. And all the regular kids and all the regular classes would have like, coaches as teachers for like history like coaches as teachers for all the classes and ap classes would have like amazing teachers so like i loved every single one of my teachers Mm -hmm. there was not a teacher i could complain about yeah but i couldn't the regular classes couldn't i i could not say the same thing i think i took like maybe one regular class Mm -hmm. throughout high school and yeah just the difference in the kinds of people that were in your class was so jarring so you you were kind of in your own bubble like an honors exactly your own like honors ap bubble which is so sad to me i hate it but it's where the education system has come to for some people that bigger high school experience would have been probably worse than your own personal oh yeah 100 percent. yeah cool yeah a little bit back to hsa what is Mm -hmm. your favorite event my favorite event would have to be holy. I feel like that's most people's favorite event. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a very popular event. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Even though, like, I don't know, I've only been to one UT holy. Yeah, obviously because I'm a sophomore. But yeah, um, yeah. Last year holy was so fun. Even mm. though it was freezing outside, just the way it was kind of a culmination of the entire year of HSA as yeah. well. So just seeing how far I'd come from freshman, like from the beginning of freshman year to the end of freshman year, especially in HSA and like the new people I'd met and everything was yeah. just very very special to me for sure so would you say that you run into a lot of people you know on a daily basis then like Um, how many Plano kids would have come to oh okay uh Plano kid like from the entire Plano 
your your Plano spheres. Okay, so like you... for my high school, I think about a hundred kids came, okay. like from my class. So I would think about three hundred Plano kids here. I like also I don't know if I'm right, but I think <laughs> yeah. I think it's about a hundred. Yeah, because our top seven percent get in for sure. Oh yeah, the right? Texas system. And right. I don't know how many of the top seven percent would say yes. Yeah. but then a, a more than that also. We'll get got, in through we'll other get ways. In yeah, through yeah, like yeah, for sure. being a good student. Awesome. So yeah. So I guess we can get right into it. For this HSA podcast, we asked you guys to give questions to make my life easier. So I'm just going to take some of those questions. I'm going to hit you with them. If All it's right. an easy question, you're going to respond quickly. Okay, cool. If it's a lengthy question, you can kind of let's do this. You know, go off a little bit. So to start off, and I'll credit who asked the question after I asked the question. So looking through here, there's a couple of good ones. First one, why are you like this? <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. Like, I feel like I get asked that quite often by the person who asks this question. <laughs> Is it after you do something? Kind of? No, it's just like it, like it's like a conversation opener. Honestly, like, why are you like this? Yeah. I get asked that quite often, and it's just because I feel like I do a lot of crazy, random, <laughs> embarrassing things just to embarrass my friends. Makes sense. And that so, they're always yeah. asking why. Yeah, are they're you like, like, why are you like this? Um, another question from Rohit Prasad. Okay. Who is your idol? Ooh, okay. Well, I don't know. I have so many idols in my life. There's so many people I, I like want to look up to. Um, I know who he wants me to answer with this question. Who does he want you to He answer? wants me to answer Dr. Shabir because oh. <laughs> I love Dr. Shabir so much. Um, yeah, I feel like before I went into Ochem, I mean, I've only, granted, I'm only like a month into Ochem, but yeah. like before I went into Ochem, I feel like everyone would like scare me about it oh, and yeah. like be like, it's the worst class ever mm-hmm. and like you're going to hate it and like it's so much work. And like, I think that she makes the class so, like, even though everyone says she's the hardest professor to take Ochem with, yeah. um, she makes the class so interesting mm-hmm. and she teaches so well. Like, she's such an amazing professor <laughs> and she genuinely like cares so much about her students. Yeah. It's um, like amazing, and then we interviewed her for actually an HSA thing, yeah. and she was talking about like her like life st- story and stuff, which you'll have to look, which you'll have to check out when it comes out on our HSA Facebook. But um, <laughs> uh, she talks about her life story and everything, and she's just so inspirational. So yeah, yeah. So I think he was right in assuming who you yeah. should be I mean, talking I know about. I'm <laughs> very passionate. Uh, from Ashpet.14, what are your hobbies? Ooh, okay. Um, some of my hobbies include. Um, I feel like, okay, this is also another issue I have with life because I was talking to some (laughs) of my friends, I was talking to some of my friends about this the other day and like one of my friends had an interview and she was like, she's a very academically driven person and that's something I inspire so much about her that inspires me so much about her. And she, so in the interview, they they asked her a bunch of questions. She answered with obviously her research and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, yeah, they kind of like insinuated that they were like, yeah, but what are your hobbies? Like, what else do you do? Mm. And it makes me so mad. Why does that that make you so mad? Because why is it not interesting to be, for academics to be your passion? That's true. Why is it not, why do you have to be athletic? Why do you have to be artistic? Why do you have to have musical talent to be, why do those have to be your hobbies? Why can't your hobbies be something that's academic and like i kind of yeah. fo- i follow do you I, understand what i'm saying yeah I like do. and like i don't know like also obviously i wasn't at her interview so like yeah. i don't know how like strongly they like said wanted to talk like wanted other, other things but like mm-hmm. that just made me kind that of makes sense because like it, academics are inherently like oh that's not a hobby yeah that, that's that can't not be interesting fun. Yeah, yeah that can't how can you it, enjoy doing that exactly right? okay. Yeah. so okay oh back to like my hobbies <laughs> 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 so obviously like yes like like being like working with kids is a hobby of mine um 
Uh, Do you want dancing. to elaborate on that one? Working with kids. Okay. Well, I like I love kids. <laughs> no, oh, in, okay. in the sense of like I f- okay. remember you're in a lab. Yes. Yeah. So I work in a child development lab, which sounds really creepy at first. <laughs> <laughs> How are you developing the children? Yeah, no, exactly. It sounds so creepy. I feel like whenever I tell people, I have to like back it up with like a whole like like five minute like qu- like disclaimer. Yeah, type disclaimer thing. about it. Like we don't like just. It's not like us are doing you experimenting on, on children. children. <laughs> yeah, it's not just us doing experiments on children. Um, it's actually like a school on campus. I don't know if anyone knows about it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a school on campus, and yeah. um, it's a normal running preschool. It has like um infants through kindergarten and um pretty much these parents have consented to us being able to do observational research on the children as Mm -hmm. well so yeah that's something i really like doing i love um learning about children because i feel like a lot of people discount their childhood years as being formative to who they are as a a person right Mm -hmm. now and they're so important like so important (laughs) so i feel like a lot of people don't think about that about Mm -hmm. how their childhood experiences affect who they are right now and yeah Awesome. Um, so the, so oh, yeah. that, I guess you'd consider that a hobby of yours, that lab yes. and the academics. Yes. That's not what you just said. Yes. Cool. And um, then beyond that, any other Dancing. Hobbies? I enjoy yeah. dancing. I remember <laughs> you being on a dance team. Yes. Really. Plugging Zova. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I enjoy doing Kathak dance. Yeah. I dance throughout middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So you're trying something. to Zoba's done a lot more like Bharatnatyam stuff, yeah, right? So you're so trying to infuse some Kathak. I'm trying there. to get some Kathak in there. And how's that going? Um, there's all the girls are so sweet, and it's like it's something that's interesting to me actually. A lot of people group Indian classical dance into like one kind of like oh, it's Indian classical dance, but they don't realize how different all of the different Indian classical dances are. Like Kathak, Kuchipudi, Bharatnatyam. Um, all of the other ones, I don't know all the names, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like, they're so different. It, yeah. For me, trying to do Bharatanatyam steps is so difficult. Yeah. It's a completely different skill set of yeah. everything. And um, it just makes me, like, uh, like what do you call it? Angry? Not angry. It makes me so so much, like, value Indian classical dance oh, so much more. Because of the diversity. Because oh, okay. of the diversity yeah. that it has. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to infuse some Kathak in there. Um, You're yeah. the only Kathak dancer. And right yeah, <laughs> so um, so you've got your work cut out yeah, for you. Yeah, no, but, but they're all so sweet. They all like yeah. like to want to learn, and that's what is the most important. And thing, you're also picking up some Bharatanatyam here and there. I'm really bad. Like Aramundi is so <laughs> difficult. I'm just kind of like I'm all, I'm like trying to be in the back for like the Bharatanatyam part. <laughs> and then not. Kathak part just kind of sneak up to the front. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So dancing, developing mm-hmm. children, developing and children. Then that's beyond that. Yeah. Anything else? I'm trying to like think about like I used to read a lot when I was yeah. I still enjoy reading a lot. I just don't think I have as much time to. I feel that, yeah. Um, but like in middle school and some high school I used to read a lot. I still I, I read an okay amount, but okay. it's like when I say okay amount, it's like two books a year, which is like nothing <laughs> compared I to mean, other people. Slow and steady, but know? I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's see what other questions we had from our audience. Um Oh, the why you like this was from at Abby Rex, by the way. Uh, next question from at Rohan Shah. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. I think I recently changed mine. Uh, <laughs> so you're not annoyed by the previous yeah, thing anymore? Yeah, I'm not annoyed by the previous thing anymore. Okay. I think my biggest pet peeve right now is like humble bragging. Mm. Yes, it drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> when And like I'm, I am definitely a, like someone like guilty, who, yeah, of, guilty yeah. of this as well. Like I think... I've been trying to work on myself mm-hmm. to do less of this yeah. because it, it started to annoy me, annoy me so much in other people yeah. where you're just kind of like, 
it's so subtle too like mm-hmm. it's it's so subtle but it kind of just leaves you feeling like the other person feeling like yeah. icky or like feeling like not enough mm-hmm. like feeling like jealous not jealous exactly but feeling like yeah inferior yeah. it's hard to there's like a you have to tiptoe a line between like just talking about your accomplishments yeah. versus like you know trying like acting like you're not trying to talk about them Absolutely. but still talking about them yeah, it's like, yeah. no um i think it's so much more impressive when you find out of people about people's accomplishments from other people from other people uh, when they did not tell you i find that much more impressive yeah about it, people it, I, I always get like an underdog vibe from that right yes. like like you they don't someone who's like that doesn't want to be judged based on the accomplishments and that makes that's like huge it's like really cool that is yeah. like something i admire in a lot of my friends actually mm-hmm. when yeah. they're so talented so smart but you don't see that about them in an everyday context yeah. and yeah beautiful yeah um another question from at yukta sankara bollywood or hollywood uh, definitely bollywood definitely bo- <laughs> yeah I, I feel like i could have answered <laughs> yeah, that one no, for you definitely could have yeah. um say another question from yukta if you could visit one of the planets in the solar system which would it be i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know um i, I think earth is pretty nice <laughs> You're just going to stay on Earth. Uh, Way okay. to be creative. I think, no, okay, now I have to like come up with something else. I don't know, maybe like, uh, I think like Pluto. Yeah, right? Because like the view would be kind of nice, but is that even a planet anymore? See, that's the thing. I feel like I'd just go to Pluto, like pat him on the back, be like, it's okay, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's okay, like, bro. It's, you're not a planet, but like, we still we love still, yeah, you. We still... <laughs> yes, just... exactly. <laughs> we have a couple of, uh, why are you so cute? I don't know how you can answer that one, but, ah, uh, Okay. From at Ritu Trivedi, do you have Garba? I think she's referring to us as an organization. Yeah, Ritu is one of my best friends who goes to WashU, actually. And so she was asking if we're as cool as WashU because they had Garba this yesterday, last night. And mm-hmm. I'd like to say that we are actually cooler than WashU. <laughs> <laughs> because RUT Garba is on October 18th, um, Navratri. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come UT Rec Sports. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, from apurva.ka, what's your favorite part about HSA? Ooh, definitely the people, like 100%. Um, I think it's so amazing that so many people with diverse points of view, even within Hinduism and with diverse points of view, diverse backgrounds, diverse, um, diverse majors, Mm -hmm. diverse interests can come together and make so many amazing events happen. Make this org run. We run this org like a business and it's just amazing (laughs) to me that like, we do it so and we all work so well together yeah whenever we disagree i think we disagree with our ideas not person we don't attack each other Mm -hmm. personally and that's something that's so special to me about hsa awesome so i'll try to grab a couple more from here uh from at sahil bolar how's your day going it's going pretty well (laughs) (laughs) um uh yeah what did i do i just studied all morning actually that sounds pretty yeah it was one of my my favorite way to spend a saturday (laughs) honestly From at Varshni Morali, what type of music do you listen to? Ooh, <laughs> that's kind of controversial. Oh, well, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. I know the answer, but you can go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so my top three genres of music are country. Um, <laughs> no, I'm is <kidding. laughs> probably not number one. I think it'd be number two or something. Um, Spanish music, like Latin music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, top four. Okay, and Bollywood <laughs> music. I love Bollywood music. Yeah. And then, but also, okay, it's interesting to me that people group Bollywood music into one genre because it, there's, so it's diverse. so diverse. Yeah. So, like, I like listening to all Bollywood music, I yeah. would say. And then, um, like, pop music. 
<laughs> just all, all pop music. All, not all pop music, but yeah. like also, yeah, that's a really diverse genre. Yeah, sure. But like recently, I like did the Spotify thing where it like tells you about like your, your music choices and all that. Yeah. And like it, like it was like you listen to music like a parent. And I was like, <laughs> sounds about cool. right. I was like, yeah. I mean, you're spending all right. your time like raising children. Yeah. Anyway, so. I guess. I mean, it's inevitable. It kind of fits the vibe. <laughs> I think I'll take like one or two more questions here. All right. Um. Ritu asked if you missed her. Do you want to... Yes, I miss you a lot, <laughs> Ritu. Please pick up my FaceTime calls. And I think that might be all of our questions from the audience. All so right. good job. Thank you guys for sending Thanks, them guys. in. Thanks, guys. And I hope she did a good job answering them for you. I hope so. You said one of your music tastes that you liked was Latin music. Yes. You are also a Spanish major. I am a Spanish major. Can you talk major. about what inspired that decision? Um. Okay, so all throughout middle school and high school, I feel like my Spanish teachers have been like my favorite teachers Mm -hmm. definitely um yeah they always have been so passionate about the subject and something that and learning like while I was learning about like Spanish I also like started learning about the Spanish culture and something that's really interesting to me about the Spanish cult not Spanish I want I don't I don't know it's not Spanish culture like the Latin culture Hispanic Hispanic culture I don't know the right term for it I'm Mm -hmm. sorry if I'm offending anyone um it's very similar to Indian culture. Oh. Um, the colors, the um, the foods, mm-hmm. the um, family values, yeah. the um, uh, like the values for your elders, stuff like that is very. The community values is very similar to Indian culture, mm-hmm. and it just like very. It's very interesting to me that we think like the world is much smaller and humans are much more similar than we like to say. Yeah, for sure. Um, like human tendencies and human human core values mm-hmm. are much more similar and cultures are much similar than we like to say or like to think yeah and it kind of just like attests to the fact that like why are we all disagreeing in the world because like <laughs> yeah we're all much more similar than we think so that's something that's really interesting to me about spanish culture and i just like i love um not spanish culture or hispanic culture sure, yeah. um uh yeah and i just love i think knowing spanish is so important for going into the medical field as well mm-hmm. um yeah like over the summer i volunteered at a free clinic and i used like i was as a volunteer translator and it like just like how i didn't realize i would have be making such a big impact as i did mm-hmm. um yeah because if you can't communicate in medicine you literally cannot practice <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's like the one thing that you have to be able to do so and then your yeah. other major is human yeah. development and family sciences. Wow, you got it right. right. I yes, got it right. After a right. long, <laughs> lot of practice. Can you talk about, so I feel like that relates to a lot of the child development stuff yes. you're doing too. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to speak to what the major is all about? Um, okay, so uh, I'm also pre-med. Um, so kind of going around being a doctor, I think you can know how much ever medicine you want. You can yeah. know, the, you can be the best. You can get like hundreds in all your science classes. You can be so smart in science. But if you don't know how to interact with people, if you don't know how to gain people's trust, yeah. if you don't know how to communicate properly, you're not going to be a good doctor. Sure. People are not going to want to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, the treatments that you're giving, your patients are not going to follow. Yeah. And that's why I think knowing like the fa- how a family works, family dynamics, how mm-hmm. human interactions work, how a person's what a person's tendencies are especially in the realm of medicine is so important yeah because if you give a person a treatment plan let's say for like um i don't know for 
cancer or something. Yeah. You have to understand the so- their socioeconomic background. You mm-hmm. have to understand their family issues, yeah. how that's going to affect how they're getting treated. Mm-hmm. Because all of this is going to impact how the medicine is going to work with them. Yeah. And whether they're actually going to listen to your, if whether they're actually going to take their medicine, yeah. how often they're going to take their medicine, can they afford their medicine, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's so important. Yeah. So, yeah. So they it's have to take you seriously and trust you. They so have that- to, and yeah, if they don't trust their doctor or if you don't communicate everything properly, yeah, they're it's something's going to go wrong. Advice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and they're not going to get better. Exactly, exactly. So I think that you can you can be a good doctor if you know your medicine. You can't communicate, but you can't be a great doctor. Well, well said. <laughs> <laughs> and so beyond HSA, what other orgs are you involved in? Um, I'm involved in Kappa Rho, mm-hmm. which is a pre-med honor society, nice. which I love. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, all female, so I don't know if that makes a difference, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does make a difference, but <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's very fun. I love those girls. We're so supportive of each other. A lot mm-hmm. of people have the stereotype that pre-meds are competitive. Pre-meds are, um, like, yeah, they are only think about themselves. They only yeah. want to do the best themselves, but everyone is so, in that org is so supportive of each other. We just all want to see each other succeed, mm-hmm. and that's, like, the most that you can ask out of any org. Yeah, for sure. So now you are a sophomore. Yes. So your freshman year is done. Yes. What would you say was the highlight of your freshman year? Oh gosh, that's so It's hard. a tough one. No. But it makes you think. Um, my highlight of my freshman year. Um, like, do you mean like a like a moment or like a day or like just like anything? Anything. Any okay. experience, any uh, position, you know? That's so hard. I honestly, I feel like it would be HSA. Oh. Like, like not to like say that because I'm on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. but like genuinely, I think that HSA is one of the best things that happened to me freshman mm-hmm. year, just because I've like been able to flourish in ways that I, like I didn't think I could. I've yeah. become a much much more confident person, mm. and stuff like that. So, awesome, yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, Any interests in particular? Um. You want to talk about some of the work you've done in the child development lab? Sure, sure. Any fun uh, stories from the? I lab? mean, yeah, like, yes. I'm trying to think of like a specific story. I think that like, okay, this is interesting actually. Yeah. Like last semester, I worked in the child development lab as well, and then I worked there over the summer. Um, but last year when I was working, last semester, last year when I was working there, I was not good with the kids at all. Like, <laughs> like this is like I was, I was like very like second guessing myself with the whole like child development thing as well mm-hmm. because. Um, I was like not very confident and like with conflict resolution among kids like when they're fighting or when yeah. like one so like we actually have a lot of um people with uh, like children with developmental disorders as well mm-hmm. i was when they had a breakdown i was not like ready to, to ready handle to like it, yeah. handle it at all For sure. and it's crazy to see how far i've come in mm-hmm. being able to do that i feel like i'm able to like resolve conflict facilitate play so much better now yeah um, so there's actually like, um, an autistic child in the class that I work in mm-hmm. and he, uh, he like has meltdowns quite often. Yeah. And like, I actually, I think it was like two weeks ago. I actually like fixed, uh, like not fixed a meltdown, <laughs> I don't say like that, <laughs> but like I calmed him down yeah. and like, like when I say meltdown, they like get on the floor and like scream and cry. And like, it's just very interesting to me about children because, um, like the reason he has meltdowns is because he's like, I can't do it. And I feel like most of the children who ever have issues, um, like, and they were writing, like they were learning how to write. 
is that is because they feel like they can't do it mm. and i feel like that's an underlying problem in society because why aren't we teaching kids that they can do it and mm. i don't know if it's a human yeah. tendency um that oh i can't do it like you're gonna underestimate yourself but yeah. a lot of children just aren't confident in their ability to do something and they don't if they feel like they can't do it or if it's difficult they want to quit mm. they don't want to persevere through it yeah and that's very interesting to me. Yeah, it must take a lot of patience to work in a child development. Yeah, life, right? I mean, yes, it's quite fun though. It's like, very it's rewarding. Not, yeah, not like not like. But yeah, it, you just have to be very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and... it's very rewarding as well though. Mm-hmm. Like when children like know your name, like because yeah. I'm only, I'm only there for four hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when children like know my name or like when they give me like gifts like not gifts but like when they like make something in their art section and they like like in my room i have like a bunch of like things that children have made and they've like given to me like that's so special (laughs) um like yeah like a a little girl um like gave me like a bracelet that she made with like beads on it and like it's so sweet like that's so rewarding yeah i wore it a couple days but now i put on my bulletin boards yeah it's probably safer place for it i don't want to lose it but yeah yeah. So you are chose to live on campus again yes. after your freshman year. Yeah. What inspired that decision? Um, honestly, like convenience of location. Yeah. Um, yeah, my roommate and I, we knew that like uh, we were going to be quite busy this year. Mm-hmm. And like we wanted to be on a place that was close to all our classes yeah, because that's one of the best sure. things about living on campus and also honestly i'm such a forgetful person mm-hmm. i like forget something in my room every day and i have to go <laughs> so back. You can just run back so if i like lived off campus like when i live off campus i'm gonna have to like fix that about myself because yeah. i cannot be forgetting things in my room i can't i don't have time to like come back and, like <laughs> walk across like west yeah. campus um yeah and like we were not sick of dorm food yet and that's, that's why I asked the question. I'm trying to get at that. I'm not sick of it. It's not bad. I think that you have to be very creative in the dining halls. True. You have to, and I think if you're creative in the dining halls, it's like really not bad. It's honestly very good. Top three dining halls. Oh, dining halls. Okay, J2. Is which, Where does this J2 Oh, go? J2's number one. Okay. The fast line and like, the, oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> J2, um... I don't know. I, Kins is like not got is not as good as it was last year. Ooh. So I'll put that as number three. Okay. And then probably like Littlefield, because and I only putting Littlefield as number two because of their oatmeal. If you have not <laughs> had Littlefield oatmeal, like you're missing out on life. It is literally like one of the best things. Is on it different campus. from normal oatmeal? It's like you can put like Nutella in it. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. And then oh okay, and then I have to give a shout out because this is not a dining hall. Okay. But the acai bowls oh, from, Greg. from Greg. Oh, like I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and I was like, the only I want to like settle down in Austin just so I can get these Keep going to Greg and getting the acai bowls. Like on a normal basis. Like, okay, but you have to get the right one, so I'm going to tell y'all. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it's the raw acai PB bowl. It's so good. The scooped one. The scooped one. It's so good. Oh my god. And then top five places to study on campus. Oh, okay. (laughs) This one comes much quicker to you. (laughs) Um, uh, I think my number one would be the NHB NHB third floor. Yeah. Even though I don't go that o- that often this year, but it's very pretty though. Yeah, yeah, it's very pretty. Um, I also like the Clobby a lot, <laughs> the <laughs> oh Crowther's Lobby, um, just because it's close to my dorm though. Yeah, um, uh, I also like uh, where is it? The my friends and I we study in like the PCL Learning Labs a lot. Oh yeah. So yeah. I enjoy those as well. Just but that's for like big groups of people. I feel yeah. like if you're like studying, if you want to like get stuff done, then like, yeah. probably not. I feel like um, the learning labs are the least depressing part of the PCL. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, top five. Okay. SAC. I like the SAC second and third floor a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Like, Do you like the fireplace rooms? Like those kind of? No, the, uh, the ones on the other side near like the Senate uh, office. Yeah, I yeah. like that area. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had some good study, study sessions there last year. Okay. And then recently I found um, the Bladdock, which is the Blanton attic. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God is correct. It's so nice. I've, I've never like, been. I'll take you there. Okay. It's so like, it's like. It was closed last year because people were living in there, but um, like transitional housing. Oh, um, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had like squatters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but it's really nice. I think it'd be get kind of dark during the night though. But okay. I'm gonna definitely check it out. Nice for sure. Awesome. So yeah. I think that's all the time we have. So thank you, Sanjana, for joining you, us Abe. on the podcast. And I'm glad uh, you guys submitted questions. We're gonna try to thank do that you. regularly. That was a lot of fun. But uh, see you next time. That thank you. Great. Hobbin worth the wait. Worth the wait. Feel the love. We don't got no hate. Got no hate. Bring your friends. Come participate. Don't be late.